family, I'm so happy to announce the launch of my brand new premium podcast. It's called Ideas That Matter Plus. This is an exciting new development that we've been working on for some time. This after seeing a lot of you request coming through saying thank you for what we've done and wanting more. Ideas That Matter Plus is a more targeted podcast that focuses on business strategies and more high-level thinking to help highly ambitious entrepreneurs, SMEs, business owners and founders, even the CEOs of big business. It only costs 450 Rand per month and will be coming in, but I mean coming in hot. So, subscribe now to Ideas That Matter Plus, now available on Spotify or Apple Podcast Store. Sayonara. This podcast is proudly brought to you by My Growth Fund in partnership with Sound and Sounds Media. To have your podcast recorded, send an email to info at soundandsounds.co.za. That's I-N-F-O at S-O-U-N-D-A-N-D-S-O-U-N-D-S dot C-O-Z-A. It's time to take your seat at the table. Find out how with Vosi Tembeguayo as we discuss ideas that matter. A catalyst for bold action. Hello, family, and welcome once again to the VT Podcast, where we talk about ideas that matter. I'm really excited today to talk to you about the topic I've been thinking about over the past week. And I've been thinking about it, I suppose, because of what's happening in our lives, the stresses we're facing every day. And in particular, not just the stresses, but also the mental strain that we take on precisely because of those stresses. So the conversation I want to have with you today is a conversation about joy. That three-letter word that says so much and means so much and yet so different things to so many of us. Joy. What is joy? What brings us joy and happiness? How do we find it? And most importantly, which is where I want to start, is what is the science behind the feeling of joy? The reason I'm thinking about this, if I'm to be completely honest, is one, because it really has been top of mind for me over the past like month or so, but more because there's that beautiful house song, Joy, joy, this is how you make me feel Every time I see you You make me feel happy. And I started listening to this song, particularly on the way to the gym, right? I'm one of those early gym guys. 5.30, I'm there at Body Conscious in the morning. Don't let my trainer hear this. He might argue about the timing. But I try to be there every single morning, nice and early. And that's one of my songs to really get me in the mood. And then I started wondering, am I in the mood and then listen to the song? Or does the song get me in the mood? In other words, do we feel joy and then because we feel joy, we act in a joyful manner? Or do we act in a joyful manner and then therefore feel joy? The scientists and medical doctors tell us an awful lot about where joy actually comes from. First, let's talk a bit about the brain. According to Diana Samuel, who's a medical doctor working at Columbia University Medical Center, in fact, she's an assistant professor of clinical psychiatry, she says the following. She says the brain does not have a single emotional center, but different emotions involve different structures. So that kind of got me thinking, what are these structures? Where in the brain are they? 
And how do we activate them so that we can manipulate the feelings of joy? She goes on to say the following. For example, your frontal lobe, commonly known as the control panel of the brain, monitors your emotional state, while the thalamus, an information center that regulates consciousness, participates in how your emotions' responses are executed. She says, therefore, we feel joy in our bodies because of the release of dopamine and serotonin, two types of neurotransmitters in the brain. So let's pause here for a minute because I'm reading this and I'm not a medical guy at all. I started wondering, what are neurotransmitters? Both of these chemicals, she says, are heavily associated with happiness. In fact, people with clinical depression often have lower levels of serotonin. So when something you perceive as happy happens, what happens is your brain receives the signal to release these chemicals into the central nervous system. Basically, first you perceive the happiness, and then the happiness is felt. The argument here is that you are actually in control of your happiness. You're actually in control of your joy. Now, it's not to say that you're not in a time in your life where you don't have strife or difficulty. It's not to say that the other emotions you're feeling are invalid. It is to say that you can manipulate when you feel joy. Remember the other song? She's bringing me joy, joy. <laughs> I'm singing for a couple of reasons. One of them is I've been told I have an amazing voice. The second is I've just turned 36 years old. And when you reach my age, you kind of get to a point where you go, ah, let me do the thing that makes me happy. Let me do the thing that brings me joy. Well, what about butterflies in your stomach? Yeah? Or maybe even your facial expressions. Where does that come from? So I understand the brain and how the brain drives this thing called emotions, right? Happiness, these release of these chemicals, serotonin and dopamine, that drives the way I feel. But how, how does that in my head translate to how my body feels? I couldn't quite make that connection. So let's talk a bit about what they call the circulatory system. See, when you feel happy, a few things happen. One of the things that happens is typically your heart tends to race, right? I want you to imagine that very first date you had with the love of your life. The first time you saw them, that gaudy feeling that you feel, that giddiness that you feel inside, that slight tingle in the stomach, yeah? It's the flutter of the waves and you can feel them, they're just there. It's that sensation of um, like fizz at the, right at the tip of your fingers, yeah? Or remember the first kiss you ever shared and the way that kiss felt on your lips, that soft, gentle touch. It was almost as if your senses heightened just for that moment. Hey, what about the first time you felt the first stroke on your back and the way your hair stood on end at the back of your neck? You remember that? Yeah. So is that feeling real or is that feeling a response to how you feel about the other person. It's even just in evident in something like flushes, particularly hot flushes in the face. Some of us get hot flushes when you're happy, right? You smile and then all of a sudden your eyes get all beamy and your cheeks get quite flush. What about that? Where does that come from? Dr. Samuel explains that that's because of the circulatory system. She says, butterflies in your stomach, your facial expressions, even changes in your finger temperature. All of these depend on your emotion. 
the effects on the circulatory system can present in different ways physically. She goes on to say, your circulatory system consists of your heart, your veins, your blood vessels, your blood, and your lymph. Of course, joy isn't the only emotion that affects the system. Fear, sadness, and other emotions can cause reactions in these parts of the body as well. Her work was published in Healthline.com, and I would recommend that you go and read it. So let's go back to this conversation we're having, this conversation about joy. For a moment, do the following for me. Just pause everything around you. Pause what you're doing. If you're writing something, set the pen down. If you're watching something, turn the TV off. If you're on your computer, shut it. And just for a moment, pause. Now, take a look at everything around you. Everything around you. The nature, the room, the space, the desk, the feel of leather if you're sitting in your car listening to this. And what I'd like you to do is to anchor yourself in just this moment. Just this moment. And then I'd like you to think about everything you're grateful for. Everything. The breath that comes in and out of your lungs as we speak. The memories of love that you've shared with people that sit resident and anchored in your mind. The activities that bring you happiness and joy. The physical strain you do when you go to the gym or have a workout. That amazing bra or barbecue you had with your friends a week or two ago. Just pause and be grateful for those things. My point and my belief is that I think joy is a result it's not an input. You don't input joy and then therefore feel grateful for the things you have in your life. You first feel grateful for the things you have in your life and then results joy. So for those of you finding it difficult at the moment to cope, for those of you who've lost more than you've gained in the recent past, for those of you who've suffered more than you've enjoyed over the past future, what I'd like for you to do is just anchor yourself for a moment in just this moment and think about everything you're grateful for. Your children, your spouse, the roof over your head, or the warm food you will enjoy today. And recognize that there are people all around the world who don't enjoy just those things, just the very basics, and that you and I have a lot to be grateful for. So, for those of us Christians, as I am, as we celebrate this period of Easter and the sacrifice made by our Lord Jesus Christ, it's important, I think, to just take a moment to recognize the sacrifices that all people have made in our lives to bring us to where we are. And also, why we need to be grateful. Because if grateful starts, joy results. So what I wish for you, for the rest of the week, and for the rest of Easter, I wish you a little bit of joy. Cheers. This podcast was proudly brought to you by My Growth Fund in partnership with Sound & Sounds Media. To have your podcast recorded, send an email to info 
at soundandsounds.co.za. That's I-N-F-O at S-O-U-N-D-A-N-D-S-O-U-N-D-S dot C-O dot today.